Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. I'm Tom Martin, and with me is Maria Ariaza, Alltech Marketing Manager, Latin America, to talk about diversity, inclusion, and connecting women from across the agri-food sector with mentors to champion their professional success. And she joins us from Alltech Global Headquarters in Kentucky. Welcome, Maria. Thank you. Pleasure to be with you, Tom, and with your audience this morning. Well, let's begin, Maria, by having you tell us about your career journey within the agri-food industry. Sure. Uh, Well, I'm originally from Venezuela, and I graduated in business uh, with a minor degree in marketing. I left school around 21, 22 uh, years old and started my career in my home country, Venezuela, outside the industry, uh, in the tourist industry. And uh, one day I just saw this advertising of a company called Alltech, and Curiosity Just Spark, uh, went to the interview and fell in love with the purpose. At that time, uh, the company was telling me their vision about uh, the ACE principle, which is uh, really developing solutions that were friendly for the animal, the environment, and the consumer. And uh, that was 20 years ago. Uh, I just clicked with the purpose and the fact that I could be joining a company that uh, will be creating, uh, through my work, an impact uh, by feeding the world. So. That's how my connection to agriculture came to, to become a reality, came into place. Well, what would you say are the key opportunities and the key challenges facing diversity and inclusion in the agri-food industry at the moment? And I guess we need to break that into two questions and begin with the opportunities that you see. For me, the opportunities right now is the interest of the new generation on learning more about uh, how they can really make an impact and make a difference uh, through their work and their daily actions. So that gives uh, agriculture an enormous opportunity because like I said initially, we are ultimately feeding the world. There are also concerns about the impact of agriculture in the environment, but from my point of view, the fact that you could show purpose, a clear purpose, and an end. Uh, it's a humongous opportunity to attract, attract new talent, especially people who are really uh, looking forward to have a direct impact in their communities through uh, local restaurants, farming, and so on and so forth. And the second part of that question, how about the challenges that are facing diversity and inclusion? Uh, at the same time, competition is high. Uh, right now, uh, all we hear about is the talent. It's, it's like a battle for talent, right? Um, during the global pandemic, uh, many things shifted. Uh, the ways of working and the appreciation of talent and the use of skills. Uh, in in the work workforce uh, shifted completely, and uh, I would say it's 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 hard 
uh, to get the right talent into place and to come into the industry. For us, the greatest challenge is um, going beyond just the, the male and the traditional uh, profiles that would apply for this type of job. I mean, agriculture might not be the most sexy industry uh, to a degree. People really don't 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 understand what what it's about. Uh, when you talk about agriculture, you might think on farming and you know harvesting, but it goes beyond that. Uh, I believe, especially the the people who are working in marketing and communication, we have in front of us a huge challenge on communicating what is the industry about and uh, the real significance of the industry uh, and the impact that we have in the world. Um, so it's hard, it's hard to get the right talent because competition is, is high. Uh, at the same time, there is an opportunity for us to really showcase what agriculture is about, is beyond what it's uh, advertised or stigmatized to, to a degree. Um, there is a lot of opportunities on using emerging technology on the industry and really uh, completely reshape the landscape of the industry uh, to create a better world. It might sound like a little cliche, but I truly believe it's, it's, we are in the right place to, to do that. What would you say is the significance of inclusion and creating an equitable workforce uh, in the agri-food industry? Well, for me, inclusion and diversity are key. Uh, and, and my answer might be uh, in two folds. One, uh, diversity and, inclu and inclusion brings uh, divergency of ideas. Uh, which is super crucial to uh, go beyond traditional solutions. When you are in front of uh, greatest challenge and facing greatest challenge, you cannot tackle uh, those challenges with the same level of understanding or the same mindset that you have. That's when you need divergences of opinion, uh, healthy uh, conflict, uh, debate of ideas, uh, so you can really incorporate uh, the point of view and understand the point of view and have more empathy from the different perspectives. Uh, if if you create your company or your business surrounded by people that think only like you, uh, well, you're gonna get just the same results. And uh, that that will be for me the most important thing. Well, I guess this next question really uh, goes to what you just said, but maybe we can expand on that. And that's how ensuring a diverse and inclusive workforce helps address those challenges that you mentioned that are facing agriculture. Well, like I mentioned initially, only having males and technical agriculture uh, background people on the industry, it's not going to help us to elevate um, the sector and to reshape uh, um, the business just because the reasons I mentioned, I mentioned previously. 
so I would say that it's, it's crucial that the companies and businesses and managers are thinking about this every single time. Uh, it's not only bringing bringing and attracting people from different backgrounds to our to our resource is also making sure they're included in the important conversations and uh, I like to to um, expand on that point it's one thing is to hire people from different backgrounds other things to make sure they're represented at the table they had a seat at the table and their voices are heard. Uh, you might have diversity, you may not have inclusion. Inclusion is, to me, more crucial and more important uh, because it, it, it warranty, it gives you the warranty that you are bulletproofing yourself and, again, your own bias, your confirmation bias, and that you are considering different perspectives on your decision making and on the things you want to to do and create. So the problem may remain the same, but uh, by bringing various cultures to the table, you bring various perspectives on how to solve that problem to the table. Is is that what you're saying? Yes, that is exactly correct. So what do you think are the implications of diversity for the next generation for attracting fresh talent? Well, I probably will answer this question based in my experience as a mother and looking at my teenager and how she's interacting, right? Uh, her friends are pretty much for a virtual, uh, virtual world uh, from all kinds of different backgrounds and different cities. I don't know where they are, you know, but they are everywhere in this world when they're playing video games. So by looking at her and thinking how she's making connection and building relationships in a completely different way that perhaps when I grew up in Venezuela, just with the same people, you know, we look the same, we speak the same. Uh, to me, uh, the new generation, and I'm hoping, are going to have uh, a lot more flexibility and perhaps sensibility about the difference. I'm hoping that the new generation is going to grow up uh, thinking that diversity is, 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 is the common state rather than the exception. Tom, I don't know if I'm explaining myself. Uh, for me, uh, everybody was speaking Spanish, looked the same and came from the same families. Uh, for my daughter, she just see different. She, she has friends from everywhere around the world. She's uh, getting exposure through the internet, and I'm talking about positive exposure and positive information from all kinds of um, people and experiences around the world. To me, that's broadened her perspective, and when she comes to the workplace, and I hope she comes to agriculture, of course, uh, she is going to come with a whole different message. She is going to come expecting flexibility, expecting to be heard, expecting to be uh, seeing these different um, colors and point of view. Um, so I believe companies have to incorporate those uh, 
um, those um, artifacts in their communications, in their culture, showcase flexibility, showcase um, diversity of, of opinion, showcase uh, that uh, there is a place for everybody in the in the in the company uh, more than beyond backgrounds. It's, it's you're creating a place where people can have the space and the freedom to voice out what they think and what they want to achieve. Well, you've been doing this for a while, Maria, and I'm just wondering what changes you have seen over the course of your career in terms of diversity and inclusion. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, 20 years in the industry is uh, a little bit of a time. I would say that the most significant significant change I have observed so far is uh, more women in the workforce in maybe non-traditional positions. I'm talking a little bit more uh, about uh, managerial and executive positions. It used to be mostly male. I remember in 99% of the meetings, 99% of the time that I was attending the meeting, I was the only female. And the job is just shifting. Uh, if I go to a meeting nowadays, probably we see three three women in there, and um, and one of them is the boss, not a man. So mm. it has been interesting to showcase us. I also have folks there, um, and I'm talking about specifically about Latin America. Uh, succession in place, uh, and daughters taking. Uh, after their their their, their parents uh, their the business and uh, really embracing um, the family business again, which is um, very 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 good to see. Uh, in the past, the the newer generation was have shown no interest in agriculture or in the family business. Have to, I have observed a little bit of a change, but the most significant, I would say, I'm seeing more females uh, in the industry in roles that are uh, more managerial and uh, with a little bit more power to a degree and influence. Um, and that's, I'm thrilled to see that happening. Do barriers to the inclusion of women in agriculture remain? And if so, what, what would you say are the most significant among them? I would say it will depend. Uh, for managerial roles or uh, departments like the one that I am marketing and uh, that type of job, uh, the barriers uh, might be the barriers that I don't think I only relate relate to agriculture or any industry. It's providing uh, more uh, support support systems to women. I'm talking about childcare, um, six days, and maternity for play or the flexibility for uh, female workers to care for their family while at the same time having a healthy contribution, healthy life and healthy work. Uh, I believe uh, a lot of improvements have been made, but still uh, there is 
pressure. And right now, a lot of, uh, during the, the pandemic, a lot of female workers were really struggling. Uh, it is known that many resign their positions because they have to decide between taking care of their family or taking care of their job. Uh, so that, that, that I would say uh, could, could be a barrier and at the same time an opportunity for companies to enable those systems, those support systems that are going to be allowing women to work and feel like they're also uh, taking care of their families and having a whole life. You know, Maria, this pandemic that we've been going through has been very revealing. It's pulled back the curtain on a number of things, among them something that's that's critical to what you're talking about there, and that is child care. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that uh, perhaps because of this understanding of the, uh, or let me put it this way, a, a better, deeper understanding of the direct connection between workforce and child care, um, because we understand that better now, do you think there might be, uh, we might finally see some improvement on that front? I think so. And I have experiences myself. Uh, first, personally, uh, in the sense that women, uh, we tend not to ask, you know, for for help. I personally hesitate many times to ask for help. And I was, I have to ask Tom, and I said, I don't, I don't have childcare for my, for my daughter. I need a little bit of flexibility. And the answer was, uh, yes, you, you, you can accommodate, um, we can accommodate you, you know. And I was kind of, uh, not surprised, I would say by that, mm. but it was like a relief. And, and I believe changes are coming. I believe there is a whole new opportunity uh, for us to really understand uh, what work means. Uh, the definition of work uh, has changed completely. Uh, the definition of system is, is, is has changed completely as well. Work is not eight to five or nine to six, uh, work is just uh, the impact you have uh, when you sit down and have focus and accomplish uh, what you were supposed to. So uh, to me, we we came back to, to the sense what purpose is, what clarity means, uh, intentionality, why I'm doing things, what's the reason behind and what I'm trying to accomplish. And when we really know we have clarity of purpose and, and, we, are, and we put intentionality behind, uh, I believe a productivity increase, um, quality of the work increase and companies thrive and people thrive at the same time. I'd like to drill down into one thing that you mentioned there because uh, still making that connection between workforce and the availability of child care and, and ask you, what does quality, affordable, accessible child care mean in terms of productivity? How does it translate into greater productivity? 
Well, from from my again personal experience as a mom, uh, if I'm not worried about who is taking care of my of my children, uh, are they getting uh, the meals that they're supposed to? Are they being educated and engaged? Are not exposed uh, to the information that is shooting on the internet? If I have all of these points check uh, the one hour that I'm going to be working in whatever it is, that hour is 100% for that. And no worry, nothing else uh, has a stain on my brain. I have 100% of my brain capacity to dedicate uh, creativity, personally flows. Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not anxious about, oh my gosh, what's happening? Because what ended up happening is like, you're not here, you're not there. You're not in the present moment. You feel bad because you're working and your family is alone, or if you're with your family, you feel like you're slacking because you're not working at your fullest potential. So affordable child child care uh, means like you're gonna have the capacity uh, to focus uh, your energy uh, on what you're supposed to be doing on that moment. I don't know if that answers your question. It does. And so let's say that uh, an organization has taken care of child care. They're providing great child care or the, or the flexibility that you need. What else can an organization do to promote inclusion and diversity within their organization or team? Yeah. Uh, that's a really good question, and I would say is a, a lot of things. Uh, I have seen that many companies have really put a lot of effort on doing uh, tactical things like from the hiring process, starting to um, write differently. The the and I'm talking about literally the wording for the the job. Uh, the job boards or the positions they're advertising is well known that depending on the language for certain roles, only certain people will apply. So that's one thing that uh, companies can do. Um, and uh, the other is making sure you're creating the spaces for, for cross-functionality and collaboration. Uh, in different projects. Uh, sometimes, even though we might, like I say, uh, several, several times, we might have diversity, we don't have inclusion. And a way to promote that is uh, allowing those those outside of the work projects to be led by cross-functional teams uh, from different areas, different departments, from different backgrounds. That's the way that you individually uh, can uh, expand your network, your relationship, your understanding of different culture, but also the company may, uh, can make sure that they're including everybody and the opinion of everybody and perspective on, on different projects. In other words, and not just because it's a marketing project doesn't mean that only the marketing department needs to work on it. If, if it's about the purpose of the company and we all are part of the company, why not invite in other departments or 
expand the collaboration to external stakeholders, customers, suppliers, um, NGOs, and so on. Collaboration is big nowadays, and agriculture is going to be crucial. We cannot achieve um, the purpose of feeding the world uh, in a sustainable way without reaching out to others. Is one thing I personally learned from the pandemic is uh, I cannot do things alone. I need connection, I need connectivity, I need to feel included and be part of something bigger than myself. That's what makes me a human, and particularly, specifically, a happy human. <laughs> All right, that's Maria Arriaza, Altec Marketing Manager, Latin America. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you, Tom. That's a pleasure. And I'm Tom Martin. Thank you for listening. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.